brought to you by Cryptocurium. The scream of a dead man gave to me that acute and added horror of Dr. Herbert West, which harassed the latter years of our companionship. It is natural that such a thing as a dead man's scream should give horror, for it is obviously not a pleasing or ordinary occurrence. But I was used to similar experiences, hence suffered on this occasion only because of a particular circumstance. And, as I have implied, it was not of the dead man himself that I became afraid. Good evening, folks, and welcome to another episode of Learning Lovecraft. I'm your host, Jason McKittrick, and joining me as always, the traveler of the Eldritch Path, Mr. Ken James. Good evening. And welcome to part two of Mm. Herbert West Reanimator. Getting into the nitty gritty of it. Uh, by our boy H.P. Lovecraft. More of a man, not a boy. Yeah. Right, know. so like I tend to do, oh, here's my little opening spiel. This second half here, man, look, man, here's where the story, if it does become an adaptation, here's where it gets epic. There yeah. is epic parts, but it does such a great job of, of telling you what horrors are abound and what, what's going on behind the scenes, because in, in, um, in the earlier stuff, he does put... Put you in time frames of what's going on, like so, like there's that epidemic and there's all this stuff. So now we're up into another uh, a big event, a, a big war comes up, and yeah. and it's so cool that we get once again. I don't. I was making the forest go, uh, forest gum jokes earlier, <laughs> but it kind of has that vibe of like this, we're in this time and this time, and this guy always finds his way to weasel <clears throat> himself into what's going on for his endgame. Right. No, it's absolutely true, and. Um, I think we can, um, you know, I think we're going to expect some more of that, I don't know, reprehensible ghoulishness Mm -hmm. in part two. (laughs) But on such a grand scale. Yeah. It has to be a new word. Because a ghoul is, you know, we're the people that just went and got, were robbing graves. This becomes like, uh, um, oh, is that what you think? Mechagool. Wait till till we get to some stories. Okay. But. Like this is like a mecha ghoul or like you know uber ghoul at this point. Like the you're uber like ghoul? you're I like, like Razal ghoul. I don't Whoa! Know. Hey, no. <laughs> but no, it just it, it takes it takes such a grandiose turn, which I was just like, bring it on, man! Yeah, like, let's no. go. Howard is clearly having a good time here, <laughs> even, <laughs> even though he says, "Nah, yeah, no, I didn't like no. it. I took I took the five bucks per chapter, but no. I'm not gonna like it." Yeah. <laughs> okay, buddy. All right, so let's dive back in. Uh, we've got the next section. The scream of the dead. So here we are again. We get another long recap, uh, pulling it in all the all the details from the original. Um, and sometime after West's killing of uh, the reanimated boxer that we left off with last time, uh, the narrator returns home from a vacation in Illinois at his parents' house mm-hmm. um, to discover West in this peculiar state of elation. <laughs> all right, um, West explains. Uh, that during the narrator's absence, uh, he perfected a type of embalming fluid that, I guess, like perfectly preserved the corpse, like immediately. Yeah, so, like it stops cellular degeneration and right. cuts off rigor mortis. So it's right. like just an animated state of like, I almost want to say like antifreeze or something. It's just like some kind of thing that makes sure nothing breaks down. Right. It's almost like some kind of like plastic or something. Like it, like it just completely preserves it yeah. right away. Uh, who knows how he got to this point? <laughs> I can tell you, lots of animals and bodies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, injected at the precise moment of death, this this chemical is like it's it. Like he, he like, and apparently it works. Yeah. So, um, Wes reveals to the narrator that. Um, he has a dead man here, yeah. and he is ready to go. Yeah. And he waited for you to get home. He's like, but we got to go right now. Um, but this dead man um, was um, a traveling salesman, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> played by me. And this <laughs> a lot of padding of yeah. your forehead yeah. with your handkerchief. And it's like not me shaving my head. It's like I am now where it's like my yeah. hair is like this, you yeah. know, and I'm like, I was on a bender before. Yeah. yeah. Loosen, yeah. Loosen Ronnie the Dangerfield yeah. style. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. We already cast this yeah, part. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he he was traveling, and he he stopped at their cottage here um, to to rest. He had this long uh, you know this long walk through the area here, but um, when he arrives at the cottage, West is just able to see that he's you know 
this journey had a, a hard effect on him and literally just keels over and has a heart attack right in front of him. And it's just one of those like perfect timing things where yeah. like I pictured it too, like him just like I can't believe this. Like, yeah. Oh my god, this fell in my lap. Like, yeah. Oh. He's like uh, he's like yeah. trembling yeah. to get the needle. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm a doctor. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. And luckily, another, hey, what a great situation he yep. finds himself in. Yep. Uh, he was able to preserve him right away using this new embalming fluid, whatever, whatever you want to yeah. call it, this new whatever it is. Um, and he's he was waiting, you know, for the na- the narrator return um, so he can, you know, reanimate this thing. And then he wants to do it together because, you know, like you said, he's, he's complicit in these things. And, you know, how could I do this without you? This right. is, you know, this is what we do. Um. So he, he gets back and they're all set up. You're my guy. Yeah. <laughs> my number one yeah. guy. Yeah. He probably did say that. Because yeah. uh, <laughs> this actually happened. This is yeah, yeah. This is reality. Yeah, uh, of course. Um, so Wes goes ahead and injects the body with his latest version of the serum. Mm-hmm. Right? And l- signs of life gradually begin to appear in the corpse, right? Um, and the narrator decides to ask questions to the man, which is kind of interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's answering these questions, and the the mouth starts to, like, word responses. <coughs> yeah. Which is weird. No mm-hmm. sound, but just yeah. the mouth is making these shapes, right? Um, to, to preserve life, the galaxy is on Orion's belt. Right. That's what he was about. I've ordered us some pierogi. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Give him a break. <laughs> I'll put my hand Oh my god. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Sugar water. Uh, <laughs> Quite literally. Um, so, just before the man um, returns to death again, um, which unfortunately is the case, he begins screaming and thrashing like violently, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's almost like he's reliving his last moments. Like, it's like I thought he just died of a heart attack. Right? Yeah. He's like, he's thrashing and he's screaming. And all of a sudden, before he falls dead, the, the corpse says, Help! Keep off, you cursed little toe headed fiend. Keep that damn needle away from me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we get, you know, that next step. We see that next step that was always there. And we know that Wes just murdered him. Yeah. And, like, without even, like, he. At that point, I was like, does he even think that it's going to work? Because, like, he knows that they might come back, and if he starts talking and telling what happened, or does he not care? West is Jason Alexander in Blank Man. He's in the newsroom, just throwing darts, and it usually ends up in S- as S&M sex. No. Uh, <laughs> He's not in the wheelchair. Yeah. No, but he deserves to be. Yeah, he should uh, be. No, what I'm saying is, he just, I think he just goes, and yeah. this, um, this portion just is is there to show you that either he's made the turn or he always was there that he'll yeah. do whatever he needs to do to achieve his goals. Now, I think he was just waiting for the perfect moment. He probably had that syringe in his coat pocket all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> he saw this guy having a heart attack. He's like, he's going to die anyway. Or maybe not, but yeah. what if I inject it right before he dies anyway and just yeah, sticks yeah. him? That, that, the eyes you just made, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And that's what he did. I love going with toe-headed... Toe-headed just means blonde, yeah. yeah. Oh, does it? Yeah. I was thinking, like, he's, like, saying he has, like, a... Re- he's yeah, toe-head means blonde. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why um, is that? That's weird. I don't I don't know either, but that's, yeah. that's what okay. it means. Um, the more you know. Keep that damn needle away from me. Yeah. But, and, and that's... And this is a succinct section. This is the shortest section. Yeah. Um, you know, language is fine, but, like, this is it. I mean, this is really what we get from here. Yeah, and, it's just showing you... <clears> yeah, it's showing you the progression, or it's huh. just the willingness that, at this point can't be fresh enough i don't have the the time to waste i need to get to work right and we also see and also the narrator comes to his realization here too because now he sees yeah all right well i don't know what this guy's gonna do am i next (laughs) right if i present myself what what if you know what if i fall and hurt myself or something happens to me he's gonna he's gonna go after me right away so He's already starting to. I'm valuable in complete form, <laughs> you know, with all my parts and nothing gimpy. I'm ve- yeah. With all my parts and nothing hurt or broken. Yeah. Um, but like the second, you know. Yeah. So he knows that this isn't a friendship. He's just there. He he's he's, he's an, an assistant. He's an, yeah. Um, 
an employee, sure. But as soon as he becomes not that thing, he'll find a way to, to get yeah. rid of him. So yeah. this is the big turn for him. So, and, and that's really the end of that section. I mean, that's it. you can't really be more um, pointed than that, that it's, you know, if West comes across somebody that's weak and he can take advantage of them, which he clearly has done in the past, he's going to do it. That's all there is to it. So, and that moves us into uh, the next section. The horror from the shadows. And this is where we get some of the big happenings of this story. This is where, uh, you know, West has his uh, his real big movements here, his, his big boy uh, time, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, this is five years later, and um, West and the narrator become involved in World War One. <laughs> it's just so crazy. <laughs> like- because his only reason for getting involved in the war is because he wants dead bodies. Yeah, and parts. Yeah, specifically freshly killed men in every state of dismemberment yep. because now he has his whole philosophy, right? It's, it, not only is it that there's no soul, but like, oh, life is just this these chemical and electrical impulses. Yeah. If I take a, an arm that's severed, if I, you know, figure out what I need to do to make it be alive again, yeah. I can make this arm be a thing on its own. I can yeah. make this leg be its thing yeah. on its own. So <laughs> this is the section where it moves from Yes, the hysterical, but also the monstrous. Yeah. Like, really. Because mm-hmm. he's he's almost, he really is left to his own devices because he's this trusted doctor on the battlefield that just all these bodies and, and dying people. And you know he's sticking people with the, with the yeah, reagent yeah, yeah. Who, who probably would have made it. Yeah. And instead um, of he's like, oh, this is, oh, this is just uh, morphine. Yeah. You know, exactly. but no, it's not. It's my serum. Yeah. And well, he's done some good, though. Sure. You know, like they said that he, like, you know, he uh, he did some work to like help. He's like he actually did some stuff and, and like sewed up some people and yeah. fixed some stuff. But in my head, I'm like, he was just learning where this connects to this. Everything and, is self serving. Yeah. If it's viewed as good, it's only because of that. Coincidentally, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, yeah. That, it, it looked it looked all right to me. Yeah, sure. Know? And also at this point, the narrator comes to the point where he finds West himself more horrible than the deeds. That he does. He actually makes the distinction. Yeah. And Howard lays it out in this passage. His interest became a hellish and perverse addiction to the repellently and fiendishly abnormal. He gloated calmly over artificial monstrosities which would make most healthy men drop dead from fright and disgust. He became, behind his pallid intellectuality, a fastidious Baudelaire of physical experiment. A languid elagabalus of the tomb. Yeah, and when I read that I was like, He's a bad guy. I don't know what most yeah. of those words mean. Well, I, he's just he he revels in he's almost like a like he's he's a master of of the macabre here. It's it's like he just he revels in all that is ghoulish and and just wrong. You know, he he revels in it because it's wrong. Yeah. And you know, you can easily see how the, his character is probably like this is shunned and ghoulish by other people. And I have to go back to the word ghoulish because it just it kind of encapsulates. Oh, yeah, it. it's one and the same at this point. But yeah. he, he's the things that are shunned and wrong. Yeah. Maybe that's the way I need to go because that's where I'm gonna. That's find gonna the next get step. me. Yeah. It's gonna break me through to the other side if right. I, I abandon you know yeah. all that like that. What makes me human? I have to yeah. go into what I'm trying to bring back. I have to be this <clears> machine <throat> yeah. to an end. Yeah, exactly. And that's where we get the next section where we come to that point where. He's now serving as a medic in Flanders, um, and West has gone beyond the point of just, like I mentioned, simply trying to reanimate the corpses. Uh, His experiments now include isolating parts of the body and reanimating them independently uh, in this attempt to prove that they're just like machine parts. There's nothing sentimental about it. A human body isn't anything that should be like, oh, you know, it's this this work of God. It's not. It's just this. It's it's a a neat robot. It's a car. It's a, you know, it's anything, a machine. It's a a bread slicer. (laughs) And I think this is where he really doubles down on, some people don't think so, but I definitely think so. This is where he really zeroes in on the Frankenstein aspect. Right. Right, Because right here with this this admission at this point, this is like Frankenstein times 10. Mm -hmm. He's not just trying to do one and say, look at this thing that I, you know, that I did. He's trying to just he's trying to pigeonhole all of humanity and say we're just these things that yeah. are, and I have this once I have this reagent that's perfect and this embalming thing that's perfect I am God yeah yeah and he's and they talk about that right every surgeon doctor has that God complex well mm-hmm. this guy's got it in spades and now that he's come <laughs> up with this thing yeah everything here is just every person here is just material for him to to work on yeah yeah so. they're 
The world is an erector set. Life is the canvas. Yeah. The tools are the brushes. People are the paint. Yeah, Ken, you're just connects. <laughs> I could be connects. Yeah. And then I could help you get the ball away from the beast. Yeah. And catch it. Erector set. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get yeah. it. Yep. So, during this time, during all these experiments, there's rumors going about the camp or <laughs> battlefield area about screams from his area, but also single gunshots. Yeah. Um, Whereas that's normal for the battlefield. Right. Um, might be normal for the battlefield, but it's just a little odd. Oh, a single gunshot? Whatever. And it's remarked on, and it's kind of like a passing thing, but that just gives us the idea that he's experimenting, the things that he does are monstrous, they always come back as violent, monstrous creatures. And he's just like... <sighs> yep. Yep. Yep, single shot. Um, and that's it. I mean, it's... Um, it also tells us that he's gotten better at shooting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's an old hat. It's, it's old hat at this yeah, point. He, right. he does what he has to do. It's. Uh, do you think he got to the point where he had it in a holster and he was, like, quick drawn on him? Like, poof, like, you know? Maybe. I think he liked to do the dramatic pause. Like, he's like, you were, you were to be my greatest creation. Yeah. Single tear. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Look at the flowers. <laughs> no, there's no emotion for him. They <laughs> yeah. even make the, a thing about it. That he has no emotion. But then we also get mentioning this. This I don't know exactly. I don't know where he was going with this. Um, but this is where we get the mention of the reptile cell matter. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, the, this turn here. Yeah, this is like okay, and you know why too? I think I think because the use of the eels in uh, in uh, Frankenstein, he wanted to come with some other kind of organic. Thing to add into it because like, do they mention electric eels in the book? I don't think they do. Do they? I think they do. I do mean, they? how else is going to generate that kind of electricity? It's been a dude. It's been a while yeah. since I read the book. But yeah, forgive I our. Uh, <laughs> I think I don't remember. I mean, I think you you would have had to. But anyway, I think anyway, I think this was kind of like even a play on going further than that okay. with with breaking down his. Uh, his uh, length of uh, studying in science and understanding <clears throat> that there's something regenerative, regenerative in the the skin or flesh of reptiles, right. that it's like, okay, I can use this to splice. Right. So it makes it even more monstrous that you even mix yeah. the two. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, yeah. I mean, obvious... I think it's kind of obvious, like, he's going for something of, you know, lizards regenerate their tails, right? So I think that's what they're going for, because maybe it's like, all right, what's better than a, a reanimated, you know, human being, but one that can also regenerate lost parts? And if there's something that is I can't see that is being already like rigor mortis or something, any yeah. any kind of de cell degeneration, yeah. this could help regenerate it before that moment of coming back. Right. So basically, he informed Resident Evil 4 with the regenerators before that even happened. Howard do you have to uh, yeah, do you have to ask at this point? I'm not asking. I'm, no, I'm saying of course he did. Yeah. And also he beat Spider-Man too. I it. was about to say yeah. why is Dr. Kirk Connors in yeah. this story? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know why he's in this story? Cuz Howard did it first. That's a correct. That is yeah. correct. That that it is correct. That is correct. Um <laughs> So they they drop that in there, you know, some kind of this is creating some kind of super monster that we're going to have to, you know, Yes, battle later. Uh, but um, West befriends his commanding officer, but also fellow medic, and it's this Major Sir Eric Moreland Clapham Lee. That's a mouthful. Um, and <laughs> and they discuss and share theories and methods of reanimation. Like yeah. they, 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 He kind of has like a like-minded guy here. This guy seems more shrewd, though, and more battle-tested and more like, I don't know, like... Well, he's a sir. Exactly. He's, you know, he's got that, you know, he probably has dabbled and didn't have to worry about going to a school to find corpses. He probably yeah. had his manservant go yeah. and fetch me a yeah. corpse. He shows him the ring, too. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you want this one? Yeah, he's uh, the guy from uh, the transition of uh, Juan, Juan Romero. Romero yeah. yeah. He's like him. He's one of the Germans. But Canadian. Okay. The Canadian, the German family in Canada. Yeah, right. I like it. I, and Did I, they talk about him being a little hairy? I think so. No. Yes. I'm so going Arthur with it. German versus this this lizard character. 
comic book shit. Arthur German. <laughs> I know. Still, he's your boy. I know. I, 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 I never, you know, I don't know. I, well, that was like, that set my mind on All right, fire. we can't go down this. Yeah. I can't have this conversation again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he has this this new friend, but who is also his commanding officer. And hints of the professor back in. Yeah, know. yeah. Another, another you know, uh, mentor type, but also... Hey, wouldn't it be cool if we reanimated this guy kind of idea. Yeah. And of course, shortly thereafter, uh, Clapham Lee suffers near decapitation and dies when his plane is shot down, right? Yeah. Also, too, like they do say that like this guy has knowledge, he could he could do it too. Like he could Right, but it's like because he has that knowledge, like Lovecraft makes this like a like amalgamation of ideas that it's like, well, He's already thinking in that way, so he would be good for regeneration because yeah. he's thought about regeneration. Yeah, like it's, it's in like, there, right. so we don't have to add this stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and um, it's it's crazy because like West immediately begins work on begins work on Clapham Lee's body, and his head is almost a cat. Yeah, he's, he's nearly like, headless, Nick. He's like, yeah, for, yeah. He's like, nope. First, we have to make him fully headless. Yeah. Nick. Fully yeah. headless. <laughs> cuts the head off, and then injects the trunk of the body without the head with his his new serum, and then places the head in a vat of the reptile cells. Yeah, it's like okay, yeah, right. and also does call it a trunk. Does yeah. call the body a trunk. Yeah, that creeped me out. Yeah. That well, that was called. I know, but. I I hear torso. I yeah. you know like because I watched first forty eight and like all yeah. these true crime shows. Yeah. Never heard trunk. Yeah, and for that to be called a trunk, yeah. that creeped me out. Yeah, off the page, Howard's fist. Yeah, trunk. Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it is gross. It is, isn't it? It is it definitely is. Um, if so he, if he said stump, I would have threw the book away. <laughs> Nice. (laughs) So, as has happened with previous uh, experiments, or the most previous, uh, the corpse comes to life and begins freaking out again, thrashing violently in what seems to be, again, it it reliving its last moments of life. Like, it, you know, trying to get out of the plane or fucking around. It's it's flapping. Yeah. (laughs) Pulling at the ripcord of the chute. Um, and I, I don't know why, but this this little this little line got to me uh, where he says, "Then the headless thing mm-hmm. threw out its arms in a gesture which was unmistakably one of desperation." It's like, but without the head, it's like, like reaching, yeah. like, is it reliving its moment, its last moments, or is it like, what am I doing here, kind of thing? Like, and I have no head. I think it got out of the plane and was because what the next line is right, right, or was he just being extreme? I don't know. Yes, of course. No, but. Uh, so his his what's crazy is and once again Howard sets it up like he sets it up the way you know where we Tarantino it a little yeah, bit right yeah. where he's like oh you know we um, but the severed head shouts from the tank of lizard cells jump Ronald for God's sake jump <laughs> so the head is still functioning so does. It's so weird because it's like the head is in the, the tank yeah. of lizard cells. So that might be working. Yeah. To stop the, the brain cells from degenerating. Yes. And now, but also, here's all right, here's where I split it. Mm-hmm. It could be that. And mm-hmm. I, at first, yeah. upon, because when I drove down, I listened yeah. to it again. I, I listened to an audiobook telling of it. So the first read through, I was saying, yes, the head is yelling at the body to jump out the window to get away, right? Yeah. But. My second listen, I'm thinking maybe the head being separate, maybe that was psyching itself out to jump out the plane right. at the last moment of death. But later on, we find out. Well, his name's not Ronald. Okay. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I don't yeah. know. He's probably talking to his Twitter. buddy who's still in the plane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's all good. Yeah. No, his name was uh, Eric. Eric, yeah. Yeah. There's. It's all good, I, but I keep getting lost in my inner monologue, and like that's I said, that's what it's, happens it's very, though. Because yeah. and and I, Ken and I discussed this before we were recording. Like when you first read these stories, you find yourself kind of like, oh, oh like you're like, oh, is that what's happening? Because first you're battling with his his antiquated language, yeah. and then you're battling with his his very dense prose that he puts together yeah. here. So when you read this for the first time, and I know I'm not, you know, I'm kind of preaching to the choir here, but when you read this for the first time, you get this like. This experience where you kind of yeah. have to reread passages. Yeah, I get I'll a get, few times. Yeah, I'll get stuck in like a paragraph because yeah. one, 
All right, I'm visualizing. Yeah. Two, I'm trying to process and think about it. And three, I'm talking to myself about yeah. what I'm reading. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll do this thing where, like, I'm getting caught up in that last thing that was just yeah. said. And then I go, whoa, and I got to go back. Yeah. And, like, all right, wait, 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 wait. You know, like, yeah. hold on. And, yeah, at, at some points, names don't even matter anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, there. No, it's cool. And, and it makes sense because you're, you're kind of sometimes you grasp for, like, what exactly is going on. Yeah. And that makes sense. And he's and the way that he writes this again where he's purposely being vague because he wants to hit you with that last yeah. line that tells you what happens. Yeah. Um, but, no, I think I think you have it right. It's those lizard cells, whatever it is, they're keeping the, the brain is not degenerating because that's clearly what happens because mm-hmm. later on we see that this 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 head is a genius I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. you know it doesn't do anything as wacky as in the movie yeah. but <laughs> well that wasn't genius that was something else yeah maybe he was good i don't know. I, I, don't know. Yeah. I don't know maybe he was a cunning linguist Ooh, <sighs> terrible i made a little naughty face though so everyone that yeah. knows it's all good pun intended um but so they hear this 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 voice come from the vat, which is without all like yeah. no, they hear it exactly. Yeah. Um, ew, lizards smell too. You ever have a pet lizard? They my my they my s- uncle had all oh. kinds of. Li- I did have it. Actually, did have a lizard for a while. Yeah. Died. Yeah. Like right away. Oh okay. My 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 brother used to have lizards in his room, like in all these like yeah. tanks. Mm-hmm. <sighs> My Uncle John had snakes, lizards, turtles, yeah. all of it. Yeah. I had frogs and I had crabs. I had all this weird stuff too when I was a kid for a while. Newts. Yeah. I had newts. They're fun. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, so the building is destroyed almost immediately after by a bombshell. Yeah. A cleansing bolt of lightning, if you will. Shout yes. out. Shout back to, to uh, uh, the, ha- the picture in the house. And. Um, ooh, uh, 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 um, uh, the, uh, the tomb? Yes. Yes. Okay. Good man. Sorry, I'm. You know, no, it's, I, a bolt, it's a cleansing bolt of lightning, but of a different form. I get so enthralled in each show every day of the so week good. that I'm, I always try to pull back, and yeah. names escape me, I, I will admit. All good. Uh, so West and the na- narrator survive, of course, mm-hmm. as they do, but no sign of uh, Clapham Lee's head or body. Yeah. And that's where we get to the end of the, that section. Right, so like we're setting up for a Metal Gear Solid villain here. Yes. You know? yes. It's a Metal Gear villain. Yes, this is Reptile Snake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Headless snake. Yeah, it's wax face instead of skull face. You know, it's like, oh. Yeah, this is headless snake versus... Bodiless snake. Big lizard. (laughs) Big lizard. (laughs) No, seriously. They are setting it up, and it's it's, it's a fun time. This is, like, I was so confused my first read-through here. Like, because, like, I I knew the... I knew, okay, boom, get that. And, like, now I'm like, so what pieces are we picking up here? You know? Mm -hmm. Like... And once again, my inner monologue or my inner you know monologue is going. I'm picturing the scenes, the explosion. We're worried about the head. We're worried about the body, right? So I'm there, just like, <laughs> okay, all right. And they made it. Okay, so that's done. Life goes on, right? Yeah. So like, I'm like, okay, life goes on. What's next? Like, what can he do now? You know? Oh well, now it's now it's time for the chickens to come home to roost. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> is he now like like we were talking about earlier? Is he now just? He's like, I'm just gonna wear cardigans around my house and just chill. Like, is that what I'm doing now? Never. Never. Oh yeah, no, because they still have a furnace in the basement. You know. Get to it. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that that brings us into the next sec- the next section and our next part, Ken's favorite uh, title. At least we get oh. the Tomb Legion. <laughs> Extra echo. Yeah, like, dude, the Tomb Legion. Oh, it's so good, dude. So, a year after returning from the war, West has moved into this elegant house, which overlooks one of the oldest burial, burial grounds in Boston. All right? And it's kind of funny because they even say that this is just for, like, aesthetic purposes because this is an old burial ground. Yeah. He can't use any of these bodies. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're bones. Or, yeah. even, or maybe even less at this point. Yeah, some other mind that like is better at, at what he does has to figure something out. Right. So, he just loves it for its ghoulishness. Well, they're in Boston. And he gets to look over. like It's calming because he's like, I can't do my work here. Right. This is just like, it's the right. stop sign. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm surrounded with the macabre, yeah. but there's nothing to be done here. Yeah. Right? So, it's almost right. like, um, like an ex-smoker they have that, like, in case of break cigarette that yeah. they carry around, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Room 1408. Sure. Right. Sure. Um, and, of course, in his home, he has a wonderful laboratory mm-hmm. that's in a sub-cellar. Mm-hmm. Ew. Mounted heads on the wall. No. 
I mean, and then, you know, you're in a basement. Imagine there's another basement under it. Sure. That's that's mm-hmm. prime. Mm-hmm. And they have, of course, a large incinerator for body disposal. Because, yeah. you know, he's not going to stop. Because mm-hmm. I guess he hasn't gotten to his goal yet. Yeah, And, and also, he might just dig up the bodies to burn them because he misses, like, the smell. He's yeah, like, maybe. Yeah. He's like, those were good times. It's yeah. like when you... When you uh, you, you, know, you you walk into your, your childhood home on Christmas, you know, you're yeah. like, yeah, that brings back all those memories. Yeah, you, you need you need the, you know, the sensory, you need the sensory yeah. experience. Like yeah. when Captain Spaulding shoots the guy and then he immediately sniffs in the, uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry for the Rob Zombies. That's, that's not even right. Yeah, that's wild. That it is that. wild. So we get this, uh, we get this great passage here. During the excavation of this cellar, the workmen had struck some exceedingly ancient masonry, undoubtedly connected with the old burying ground yet far too deep to correspond with any known sepulcher therein. After a number of calculations, West decided that it represented some secret chamber beneath the tomb of the Averils, where the last interment had been made in 1768. I was with him when he studied the nitrous, dripping walls laid bare by the spades and mattocks of the men, and was prepared for the gruesome thrill which would attend the uncovering of century grave which, but for the first time, West's new timidity conquered his natural curiosity, and he betrayed his degenerating fiber by ordering the masonry left intact and plastered over. So this is important, like, and this this obviously sets some things up, but, you know, in this sub-cellar, they break through this wall, and there's tunnels of some sort? Um, that he wasn't anticipating. He didn't know it was going to be. It was definitely these chambers that was beneath this other tomb. Mm-hmm. He's like, "All right, um, I don't like it." And they, he says, "In <laughs> I don't like it. Get rid of. It. I don't like it. Get rid. I, I hate it." Um, <laughs> but he says that you know the narrator says that it's like, "Oh well, this this new timidity conquered his natural curiosity." I don't think so. I think it's more like, "I can't use any of this. Yeah, wall it up." And also, too, he might be like, these shouldn't be here. Yeah. I'm not going exploring out there. Right. Cut this off because there's yeah. something fishy going right. on. Also, I have enemies out there. Yeah. This is another way to get into me. Yeah. To get to me. Yeah. Wall it up. Yeah. Fast <laughs> now. Yeah. Fast now. Don't want to ever see yeah. it again. Get guns? Did you bring guns with your shovels? <laughs> uh that's the kind of timid I'm picturing. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. How about picturing I, like, oh no, there's a there's No, he's a not timid. He's 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 crazy over the top paranoid because yeah. he knows that, hey, let me think, all the creatures I created, I can't honestly say definitively that they're all dead. Well, yeah, one was in a hospital for sixteen years, yeah. you know, like I shot one with six bullets. Who says that killed it? I don't know. I don't even know what I'm doing here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just fucking thr- I'm just Yeah, throwing yeah. darts at yeah. 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 He's crazy. Like, but I'm a doctor. So. <laughs> I'm a doctor. Don't forget. I brought the doctor. So, of course, we get, you know, while reading the newspaper one night. <laughs> I love this. As soon as yeah. that came up, I was I, like, I love the next description of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Wes comes across an article detailing a series of strange, seemingly, seemingly nonsensical events involving, I guess, a riot or a break in at the Sefton Insane Asylum where Halsey. Mr. was being held. Yeah, where he did cannibal things. Cannibal cannibal guy. And they describe him as a wax-headed man with painted glass eyes. We know who this is. Followed by a group of disturbing-looking followers carrying a box um, demanded that the detained cannibal killer, Halsey, be released to them. Now, they describe this group. It's all the guys. It's all of them. It's... It's the, the first guy. It's Harlem Smoke. It's Harlem Smoke. It's Halsey. It's the first guy, the um, the workman who yeah. drowned. Yeah. Um, it's the uh, the guy who died man. of a heart attack. Yeah. And then um, it's and then it's uh, Clapham Lee. Yeah. Uh, with his with his wax head and the painted eyes, yeah. looking like that's horrific. I was thinking about that. I was like, ew. You come to right, and that's what I was saying to you that I had this moment of like because I, I, I forgot the box because you're getting caught up in the stuff. Yes. And I knew the head was in the box the first yes. read through, yes. but then on my way down, I was listening again, yeah. and I was like, "Oh wait, maybe he got the head and he put it back on his body and in the wax." Yeah. And I know, I know that's no, yeah. but he, they, he gets you spun up, man. Yeah, you no, know, because there's a lot of weird shit going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got th- this this ragtag crew over here, and then you got this guy who's the 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 instructions are coming from no. 
noises are coming from the box giving them instructions, but then there's this just expressionless wax head on top of this military-like body that they say. And no matter what way you slice it, that's fucking weird. He's wearing that Canadian officer's uniform that we've seen before. Which which already, you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Is this is this some kind of weird stolen valor yeah, kind of thing going know. on? Yeah, and then, but then you're like, oh no, it's not. It's not. But then you're like, you know, well, we need we demand to see him. I'm a military man. Be like, yeah, but you're Canadian. Yeah, you're like, you don't. Yeah, you have you have no authority here. Yeah, this you is know. fucking Boston. Yeah, right. <laughs> you got your hockey over there. We like hockey over. You know, yeah, yeah. it but gets weird. I love how he's like reading the article and he's like looking back and forth between the narrator and the thing. Yeah, like, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, right, and it's it's clearly that's clearly what's going on yeah. here. So, um, so these these this 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 crew, man, dude, like it's so cool. It is. Like, it's so funny too, because like you, I didn't expect like a team up. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I wasn't expecting like the. It's like Ted Danson and the chick in, in a creep show coming yeah. back, but like more of but them. But more of them. Yeah, and it's like, I was like. If you took Creep Show and took all those characters at the yeah. end and had them come after somebody yeah. at the end, it'd be yeah. like that. It's like they're, they come after the dad in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I just, I, I was I was taken aback. You know, I was like, I wasn't it's expecting. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and they all have costumes yeah. and themes. Yeah. Like, they're all different things. Yeah. And uh, I just, I, well, yeah, right. it's like an undead version of the X Men. <laughs> it's a hundred percent that. <laughs> you got Professor X with yeah. no head. Yeah, yeah, with the, <laughs> it's in the body. And he's yep, still, you got yeah. the Beast. You yeah, got yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do. You got Cyclops. I don't know. No. I don't know. Um, but it's 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 pretty damn cool. It's pretty damn cool. Um, so when when this crew gets refused exchange for um, for um, Halsey. Uh, they take them by force, and by force I mean they they beat, trample, and bite any of the attendants that don't yeah. flee. Because you know Halsey, once he gets out, he's eating people, yeah. just ripping people yeah. into pieces. And they're watching; uh, they're loving it. Yeah, they're, they're lo- all yeah, and yeah. they're but then all of them probably go berserk. Oh yeah, because they see it. They, yeah. They're like, I want to do that too. Yeah. Someone throws the head at like it's like the bowler from Mystery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it comes back. Exactly. You know? That's where uh, they got that. See, Howard came yeah. up with that too. Yeah. Sorry, Janine Garoppolo. <laughs> Late to the party. Wasn't she kind of always that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so after he reads this, West, he's in like, like a catatonic state, right? Yeah. Um, and then there's a. Wouldn't you be? Yeah, like <laughs> they're all get, they're all okay. Yeah. <laughs> they're all, they're all like, they it's just, fine. It's, that's what the narrator <laughs> yeah, says. It's so. fine, but. Th- there comes a knock at the door, right? And the narrator goes, <laughs> answers the door, and you know that West was like, like comes to the door. He's like, I, uh, you know, um, Herbert, you want to get the door? He's like, no, no, I mustn't. Yeah, you, you do it. <laughs> it's your turn. I did yeah. it last time. You do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he opens the door, and he finds the, the group is standing there, and, I, and I'm guessing because it's at night that he doesn't see what's going on. But like, yeah. could you imagine this? Like one guy's like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, and they're all kind of like, yeah, yep. And then he's like, but the box says, says, says <laughs> like prepaid, prepaid express. How is this not funny? Yeah. Like, prepaid express in from the box. Yeah. And he's like, and, and the narrator's like. Okay. I guess I'll put this here. All right. And then... And he's like, he's like, tip? And they're like, no tip. Oh, I saw some tip from earlier. And he goes, all right, no tip. Flash the money and close it. The box is addressed to West from uh, Clapham Lake. Yeah, and right? it's his full name and current address. Yeah, everything's so like, perfect. Yeah. But he just leaves this this ragtag group on the, on the doorstep. <laughs> on the doorstep. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> So Wes refuses mm. to open the box, yeah. right? And he insists that we're going to burn this fucking Yeah. Thing. He's like, no, this yeah. is gone. And they go ahead and they carry it down the basement uh, to burn it. And we get this just this wonderful passage to wrap this all up here. It was West who first noticed the falling plaster on that part of the wall where the ancient tomb masonry had been covered up. I was going to run, but he stopped me. Then I saw a small black aperture felt a ghoulish wind of ice and smelled the charnel bowels of a putrescent earth. There was no sound. But just then the electric lights went out and I saw outlined against some phosphorescence of the netherworld a horde of silent toiling things which only insanity or worse 
could create. Their outlines were human, semi-human, fractionally human, and not human at all. The horde was grotesquely heterogeneous. They were removing the stones quietly, one by one, from the centuried wall. And then, as the breach became large enough, they came out into the laboratory in single file, led by a stalking thing with a beautiful head made of wax. A sort of mad-eyed monstrosity behind the leader seized on Herbert West. West did not resist or utter a sound. Then they all sprang at him and tore him to pieces before my eyes, bearing the fragments away into that subterranean vault of fabulous abomination. Wes's head was carried off by the wax-headed leader who wore a Canadian officer's uniform. As it disappeared, I saw that the blue eyes behind the spectacles were hideously blazing with their first touch of frantic, visible emotion. Servants found me unconscious in the morning. Wes was gone. The incinerator contained only unidentifiable ashes. Detectives have questioned me, but what can I say? The Sefton tragedy, they will not connect with West. Not that, nor the men with the box, whose existence they deny. I told them of the vault, and they pointed to the unbroken plaster wall and laughed. So I told them no more. They imply that I am a madman or a murderer. Probably I am mad. But I might not be mad if those accursed tomb legions had not been so silent. Two things. First one. Golf clap. No. Slow, Slow clap, clap okay. up into the... Yeah. And, all right, two things this instantly reminded me of. Okay. The episode of uh, Tales from the Crypt, Gary yeah. Connick Jr., uh-huh. the news crew in, yep. when they first open the basement doors and they come marching up. Yes. Okay. First visual, yep. it's not as like, it's not a team, right. but it's, you know, all yeah. the, the spirits there. Two, trick or treat. The boss kids. Yeah. Them showing up the way they look. Like just yeah. that whole thing. This sets up so many good story endings. Yeah. It is... It's so awesome. I, I, I don't want to be like, it's so badass, but it is. Yeah. It really is. And you're, you're right with the humor. Because he's doing the thing of like, oh, it's all these characters from these different yeah. things. It's kind of funny in the fact that... One of them, the smarter one that yeah. somehow in his own reptile juice <laughs> made made the head smart enough to be like, I can corral them. Yeah. I can figure this out. Because yeah. I had thought of this, yeah. and you messed up by keeping my head alive. Yeah. Because like, it took what was already there yeah. and made those those brain cells were like, you know, they, they were expanded yeah. by, by, you know, combining them with reptiles. And I'm cells. sure that, like, the head started growing roots in the bottom. You yeah. know, like, you know, it, oh, dude. The, what if the head started growing like reptile feet? It might have. Yeah. And it looks like a little T-Rex. Remember in Tekken? Remember Tekken the yeah, dinosaur? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I, dude, or it's... Maybe just like the head from the thing. Just, no, because that seemed kind of dumb. Not okay. like it was smart in its own way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is like a, a thoughts for our world. Not sure, just sure, like sure. I have to breed. This is like, hmm, he wanted... Oh. He's like, oh, eh? You wanted... <laughs> oh, you thought you were going to bring me back, eh? You know, it was like, no, I'll get your friends, eh? You got to make sure that character has, like, a very yeah. thick yeah. Canadian he, accent. What, and his end game was, after they, they got him, after they got, you know, yeah. our, our, our main our main baddie here, yeah. they formed a hockey team. Oh, I, I without a doubt. Yeah. But no, all jokes aside, it's such a great ending. Yeah. And... Every chapter of this is good. There's yeah. not one chapter because yeah, they're all installments. Yeah, and they're all creepy and they're all awesome and yeah. it's all so good and yeah. like, you know, you worry especially when you're getting into something. You kind of, you kind of think like you know like our time especially as you know people that work and have families and do yeah. stuff like it's like how limited is my time? But also, like, when you get to something like this, it's all worth it. Yeah. Because, like, the story, especially going back to it, I imagine it's even tougher, and taking notes on it for something like this, oh, we just had a great time. Oh, this is so good. And we get to, <laughs> we get, me and you can make jokes about this now yeah. Yeah. forever, because it's like, God, what, what a great story. And, dude, everything cannibalized this, pun intended, for movies, shows, yeah. stories, like yeah. this set a stage, man. Yeah. That like, I understand why you want to take from it. I might take from it for next year's Halloween album. I don't sure. know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I did Frankenstein last year. Yeah. Now man. maybe time for Herbert West. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, oh man, what a good, what a 
cool take on something yeah. and just like what a parade of lunatics that were yeah. all the people like yeah and, and I, a, a, a lesser a lesser man might have thought that it was the the bodies from the 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 grave maybe yeah, they dug yeah, yeah. out maybe his chemicals leaked yeah, yeah. in which they've done sure. which is also a take that you can take from this you're like oh you know what what if yeah. these chemicals blah 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 yeah. and they were tunneling no it was obviously the yeah. you know the gang the Canadian gang of the crew you know, the crew I, I, sorry I interrupted you again but it's just no it's so it's it's so beautiful <laughs> it's, so, it's so wonderful well I, I'm glad you liked it and I'm and you know I'm glad that it's this is a story that the last two, the last one as well. I'm glad that this story that is, you know, created a movie that everybody, a lot of horror fans know of and, and enjoy, but now you can go back and you can see where it came from yeah. and that the source material you can realize and that you see as far greater than the movie that came out of it. Yeah, and the thing that sucks is they probably, I don't know if they did, but no, he probably didn't. He probably had his own, you know, screenplay written up of how he wanted it. Oh yeah, I'm sure. sure he wasn't like, let's do this, and like, and some studio exec no, was no, like, no. no one wants to see that, you know. But I doubt it was that way. I think yeah. he, he definitely had his take on it. Um, that sucks, man. Because if you because uh, which we will get to, we'll 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 have to do a a viewing of uh, this and From Beyond because he takes the same approach with From Beyond. So it's right. definitely he definitely has his his mode. Stuart Gordon has his mode of the way that he adapted these. Sucks. Sorry. I'm just saying it sucks because like this is so good. Yeah. And like, you know, I was a reader at times. I haven't been, but like, it's it, it, this story is just so superior that that anything you could kind of put out. But and once again, it influenced so much other stuff. Yeah. It makes me mad, and honestly, the end of this. It led me to my tirade last night talking about family issues. Because <laughs> I was like, you know it's not appreciated? <laughs> good good, good DNA. writing and reptile DNA and good writing. And these, <laughs> oh, and another thing, I'm upset with my family right now. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, no, but no, I just, it's fr- it is frustrating. And like, of course, I take the comedy edge because it's my defense mechanism. But uh, no, <laughs> it's it just, it, dude, it's so funny that like, I love the team up. The team up at the end is just like. No, it's great. It's 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 the consequences of all of his actions right. come together. Right. And kind of tongue in cheek, like. Kind of tongue in uh, yeah. Not even kind of. It's definitely yeah. there. And they come back and they, you yeah. know, the, like I said before, the chickens come home to roost. And, you know, <laughs> he even, they even say at the end there that like, uh, he doesn't make a sound at all. It just, it just happens. He's yeah. like, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. And it just happens. Yeah. And that's and wild. That's, it's wild too. Cause like, um, most other writers would have like, uh, like with this story, of, of course they would take that. Yeah. Like, um, it would, he would have got his some way like, Oh, and then he was robbed and got shot or like he was stabbed. Maybe. And it was like, most yeah. of the time, sure. The, 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 uh, karma isn't yeah. like literally what you created doing it. Yeah. It'd be like, uh, a, an ambulance running him over, you know, like something like, sure. They, they, they like to do that artsy kind yeah, of like, yeah. well, this is way, mm, well before all that. Yeah. But I'm, but I'm saying like, yeah. th- that's how you say it. No, I love that. That it's like, no, the actual things you did. Yeah. Your horrors, they got you, bro. Like, it's not like, you know, some cute little like hmm, the metaphor. You know, no. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I'm really glad that you enjoyed it because um, I think it's important that folks that read Lovecraft realize he he did have a sense of humor. Yeah. Uh, it may have been a very black sense of humor, a very dark sense of humor, but it's it's definitely it's definitely there, and it's behind a lot of his things because. If you don't see the, the 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 humor in some of it, you miss it in some of the later stories, which you will see. Uh, you'll see when we get to some of them. But this was um, as much as he derided himself for this story. Yeah, I think, and I think because it didn't fit into his box of you know what he wanted to. He definitely pulls from stuff here, going further too, and and, and you'll see it going on. Right, um, um, and it's it, it's good it's good to have this for me being the new guy. Because, like, uh, like you said, like, um, 
reading the stuff we've talked about on this episode, like you kind of lose stuff. And it's good for me to talk about what I just read. Yeah. Especially like, and this was my favorite batch of two stories together that I read because that's how we do it. I read two, we record two. Yeah. And um, this was my favorite batch so far. And like, they both got me excited. They both got me thinking about things. And I love doing this because afterward, like, Jay, who obviously has, you know, uh, done so much, you know, more. He is my Mr. Lovecraft. He's Ooh. my Mr. Lovecraft. That's weird. But no, it's uh, <laughs> he's he's the, uh, the the pro here. I'm the novice. So like talking to him after this, like after reading these and like he connects dots for me that I'm like, oh, yeah, I should have got that. And, like, and then I have those moments of like, I sh- you know, I should have known, but I shouldn't have because. It's my first. It's my first way through, and like, yeah, no, I just love doing these after reading them because, yeah, like, it forms it right. It's yeah. like it's all out here, and then I do like the, the video game side, you know, puzzle, and I, it all connects it, and I'm like, <laughs> and the door opens, and I'm like, oh, that's what that meant, you know. <laughs> it gives me the the, the 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 crib sheet, the notes, you know. Right. Well, but but from my side, I get kind of the same kind of experience, but opposite, because like, you know, even with. With with almost all the stories, you know, there's you've brought some things that I had never considered either. I'm like, oh yeah, there you go. Especially specifically in um, Eric Zahn because you're a music guy. Yeah. So this is this is a cool climb up getting here. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we we've definitely hit another mile marker here because absolutely. Um, you know, we've got some unbelievable stories coming up. Like a lot of the, a lot of the classics. Like we're about to hit like, you know, you know his Nirvana. Never mind because there's some <laughs> for you. Relax. <laughs> Everyone can appreciate that analogy. Yeah. I just had to do that. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, before we go uh, any further, I just, dude, I want to say, hey guys, fans, uh, listeners, uh, my brothers and sisters in in this journey, you guys have been awesome listening and 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 like, man, we're seeing we're seeing people join us for this and it's yeah it's pretty awesome and we got yeah. some iron to the fire and and no man like we're, we're, there's so much more coming and i already know this because i look in this man's eyes and i see the joy <laughs> but uh no it's it's been fun and i you know we've done this a couple times but like the holidays we had to take that little break just because yeah. life is insane and oh, you get the, yeah. mix the holidays in and like you know and you guys didn't stop like they didn't stop no it, it's it's great because i i was not not that i was um you know fearful or anything like that or even reticent but like i was like all right there's been lovecraft podcast podcast before um and you know we're going through all the stories and, and clearly you know the, the big lovecraft podcast you know hp podcraft you know love them i've always loved their stuff but i was like i just want to make sure this isn't too similar and it's not i mean we're doing our own thing so i was like well hopefully this isn't too you know you know this isn't growl that was already you know tread but now i mean folks uh, we really appreciate it people reaching out people you know telling us that they're reading along with us um even some you know constructive criticism which we always welcome yeah um but just you know we're, we're two horror nerds, two monster kids talking about this stuff. I just happened to have read it first. Yeah. And, you know, like we said in the beginning, I wanted to share this with uh, Ken, and I think he's uh, think he's enjoying it. Oh, I totally am. <laughs> like, it's fun to get excited about, like, you know, uh, not just, like, having, like, a visual stimulant or someone's, someone's depiction of some story. Yeah. It's so good to, like, actually, like, do it in order. I couldn't do it without you. Like, some order, like, the actual order in which I should yeah. be reading it. And I like that. I like my hand being held through this kind of stuff. Well, it's good because, you know, and I was that was going to be my next question, which is great, because now you can see, like, where it's building. Like, you can certainly see how he got from the tomb to this. Yeah. And I still love the tomb. Dude. Oh, it's like, a great story. And, like, but it's super Poe. It's, like, yes. super, like, moody yes. in its own right. And, like, the outsider. Yeah. Until now, there's this weird jump. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm, I'm not saying I loved the outsider. Yeah. Like I loved it, but there's this weird jump in the last, these last few that yeah. like, yeah, I don't know, man. It, it I, they feel um, there's more of a, 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 a flow with this because he's kind of dropping down on the explanation or the yeah. description of yeah. structure and going more into the description of action and yeah. what's happening mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's a thing that just happened with these two or if it's going to keep going that way but it definitely seems like he's he's 
his tools have gotten smaller, if that makes sense. Like the details or, and more are, precise. Yeah, he's got more precision tools. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe before he was working with wood tools, now he's working with you know yeah. steel tools. Yeah, and eventually or, we'll, show we'll get the lasers. Oh yes, yeah. we will. <laughs> um, I think, and that's a great question, and I think that that's definitely true. I think the outsider, the great story that it is, I think that was a personal exorcism of his Poe. Okay. Uh, that was such a Poe story that I think he looked back and said, "Wow." That's a Poe story. Mm-hmm. It is good. It is great. But I think he was like, you know what? I need to add. And even and around this time, he even said, there's a famous quote about uh, by him where he says, there's my Dunsany pieces and there's my Poe pieces. I'm sorry. But where's my Lovecraft pieces? Right. And yeah. after he says that, he writes music of Eric Zahn. So you've, 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 you've caught on to it. Yeah. And that's the thing. I, oh, shoot. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because like... <laughs> I, I texted Jay last night to read uh, the music of Arizona, and I was just like, yeah, it's fucking banger. And then, like, it was late because I had a big day yesterday. But then when I got to this, I didn't even want to talk to him about it. I wasn't going to do yeah. a late night text. <laughs> this is such a cool, just, yeah. it's just overall influential. It, yeah, it's it like is. all these different themes yeah. are here, yeah. and all these different funny things that have been used. And even if they know it or not, yeah, it's it's comedy. It is. And yeah. like it's also very accessible because he was made to shave it down and keep it into these yeah. these these six sections. Whether he, like we said earlier, yeah. whether he liked it or not, it was in service to the story and it made it more accessible to people. I would like it if they did do it like uh, a, a six part series. Yeah, they should do it where it's six different detectives in the same department uh-huh. coming in to question him. Okay, and that's why he's doing the recap because like be they're fun. all and they're all out there and they all talk. So like yeah. you tell the story, you have the actual story told, yeah. but they're all outside the room and you do it in the same time. Like yeah. you know, it's like this yeah. is what I'm, you just add a little thing like outside of it to make it a little longer yeah. of just the detectives' conversations. Uh-huh. Then you go in and you get the narrative, and then it goes to the actual like live story of it. You right, know right, I mean? right. That's that's how I would uh, adapt this and interpret it. Only add just like subtle, like we got to go in and question this guy again. You yeah. have the beginning interactions, and then he just goes into the story, and then it plays out yeah. live. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, I guess I, I have at least uh, one actor I know who I would, would like to play. Okay. Um, oh, Jesus Christ, what's his name? The main character. I'll cut this. Let's cut that. What's his name? Walt. Uh, the main guy. West. West. Herbert what? West. What is, what is it? Herbert West. Herbert West. Jesus, I'm sorry. Na- like I said, names escape one earlier. Pick it up back here. So I guess for my the, the Herbert West, uh-huh. I know I'm not a big fan of him, uh-huh. but I think he'd be good for this. Evan Peters, oh, the yeah. blonde, and if he wasn't like doing his bulking thing, that's actually good. I would skinny, go with that because yeah. like him as as uh, was it uh, Bundy Dahmer or Dahmer? Sorry, Dahmer, yeah. where he was like you know oh jeez, dude, you know the whole time. No, yeah. but like him playing this character, yeah. I think if he was just cold and going forward, yeah. I think he could pull it off because I seen him with the glasses, I seen him with the okay. blonde hair, yeah. and I seen him skinny when he was younger. Yep. So if I think if he played this straight yeah. and wasn't H.H. Uh, H. Holmes in like that one season of friggin' uh, American Horror Story, yeah. like if he just played it straight, yeah. and it's just like not yeah. fresh enough, I think he could pull it off. Yeah. And the narrator, this is so weird. This is like my, this is probably my worst take. Okay. I don't know why I say it. Yeah. Jason Biggs, like from American okay. Pie. <laughs> it's so weird that like, because I just feel like he'd be the guy like. I'm going along. I don't know what you want from me. Yeah. Like I don't know why I see that. And also, I would like to take like a guy that is just like falling apart yeah. and put him back into yeah. like something. Yeah. And like let him let him have it. Let yeah. him go run with it. I could see that. I could see that. Uh, this is random as hell, and this is because I live in a house with a rabid, rabid Harry Potter fan. Uh, I want to see this with. Harry Potter. Um, what's his Daniel name? Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. So as, much better as. Herbert West. So much better. And the kid that played Draco Malfoy as the narrator. Dude, yours was so much better. It's all right. No, no, no. That's a contest. No, no, no. <laughs> but because I actually... Die and Blonde. Yeah, I have Throw this the new back appreciation on. for Daniel Radcliffe. Like, uh-huh. I've seen some stuff he's done recently. Yeah. And, like, comedy stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I've... Oh, man, the that's The Woman good. in Black. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, but have but reverse it because they're known as the hero and villain in those. Yeah. And, and, but reverse it. So have... Like the kid that plays Draco, I don't know his name. Is it Tom something? I forget the kid's name. It's Draco Malfoy. That's his name. Okay. Yeah. Um, just calling people mudbloods the whole time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my fault. Just do it. 
<laughs> um, so having him like being horrified, and then they have like you know Daniel Radcliffe just wasn't fresh enough. Yeah, <laughs> my dad. You know, like you know, yeah. my dad was a swine. Yeah. My dad didn't strut. You know, that kind yeah. of stuff. Uh, I just, I just. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I got enough of that with my wife. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, uh, that yours, yours is good, man. That's that's really. And good. And then I went further down the, the rabbit hole because I was like, oh, if I'm doing Potter already, I might as well cast Potters as Potter actors as the, the the rest of the crew. The rest of the crew. So I was like, well, I mean, Halsey should be either uh, Professor Slughorn. The one who tells him about this, the Horcruxes? Yeah. That's, uh, what's his name? Jim something. Oh, I can't remember the names. But he'd be kind of good as that. Yeah. Because uh, he's got kind of that, well, Harry. <laughs> but you take, the, you take the reverse, so you make him a little more. Um, or you could have Ray Fiennes as. Um, the Canadian officer? No, have Ray Fiennes as um, Dr. Halsey. Okay. Where he's this, like, beast. I like, like that'd that be better. A cool thing. I like that better. Yeah. Because <clears> Red <throat> Dragon. Exactly, and that's where I went. Yeah. And then, as the Canadian, Gary Oldman. Yeah. Gary Oldman, I... He, With his reptile head. He is. <laughs> He's in there. You know. Yeah, yeah that's good. That, that, damn you, that, that's good. Right. Evan Peterson got fuck himself. <laughs> I don't know, man. No, I just, that's better. I just went that's for that. better because I I went with like obscure for like you know I was like who could maybe do something but yours is yours is better. But for the boxer Harlem Smoke, I'd have to go with Denzel because he brings that gravitas to the performance and, and maybe the hurricane. Put, and then they, exactly um, uh, Jack uh, Johnson. Jack Johnson. Um, and he could have that like that pain behind the eyes yeah. that would work. Uh, He's a little old though. Yeah, but we're we're out of time when we're casting this. You're right. We're casting yeah, we're outside going, of time. We're going glory. Yeah. Denzel. So yeah, uh, uh, Denzel Prime, like when yeah. he did, um, when he did virtuosity. Sid six point six. No, like Training Day, yeah, like Training, training Day, day yeah. or um, Dude, or Malcolm X, or any yeah. any of his great roles, or, yeah. or Glory. Yeah, any glory. of his, That's you know, the first one I said. I didn't hear you. Sorry. Yeah, said, so. <laughs> so yeah, man. No, that's good. Or you go Michael Jai White. No, I'm just kidding. No. No. You never go Michael yeah. Jai White. Unless you're Mike Tyson in the original movie, which is really good. It's that was good. Stop. That was good. It's an HBO movie. Um, well, HBO movie. Yeah. So yeah, uh, those are just a few, but uh, I just I went down this rabbit hole of like, oh, do it like reverse Potter. Like the funny. bad guys be the good guys. <laughs> It'd be funny if I was like, let's do reverse Star Wars prequels. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, so Obi Wan, you know, I'm like you and McGregor, and then you have Aiden Christensen, you know, Oof. that'd be funny because we that did would that. Be funny. We did do that with we were, when we talked about oh, that was our other podcast. Right, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I, I, I think I like your picks too, but it's you know, I'm just having a good time with it. Yeah. Um, folks, if you have some ideas of yeah. who you would cast in any of our stories uh, previously, uh, we'd love to hear them. Yeah, do some AI work. <laughs> yeah, do some AI work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> as Herbert West, Reanimator. <laughs> Dude, that's so good. No, because his his stature, his size—that's yeah. yeah. perfect. Wasn't fresh enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then My the, dad! He freaks out. I yeah. love it. The know. guy who played, uh, he's dead. Robbie Coltrane plays the guy who has the heart attack and he sticks him with the needle. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Or it could be the guy who played Mr. Weasley. Or Hagrid. Oh, Harry, I'm having a heart attack. And he's just like, <laughs> sticks him. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> all right. So. Well, well, I think that's that's all that's, uh, once again, fit to print for uh, Herbert West Reanimator. Hope you enjoyed our first two-part. I had a blast. Uh, yep. Um, I had fun. I mean, yeah, we had a, we had a good time. It's, and, uh, you know, we strayed a lot on this one, but it's it was a meaty topic. Well, it's, it it's a meaty topic, and it's it's rife with conversation. Yeah, because there's so yeah, much it in there. Itself. It yeah, lends it, itself. It definitely lends itself. There was so much in there that other stuff is taken from, and yep. I love this. Yep. Uh, next time, we'll be covering Hypnos, which is not nearly as good as a story, but, you know, it's what you do. I'm going to come in cursing, and I know. <laughs> Dude, you take, <laughs> you take me from this to this. <laughs> but, hey, it's... it's uh, but after that, man, it is. It is. <laughs> I just actually like. I send you an email of my points. I'm like, just read this and record it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to learn this yeah, story. Yeah. Right. <laughs> nah, it's all good. All right. Well, 
thank you for joining us for the conclusion of our first two-part episode of Learning Lovecraft. Uh, I've been Jason McKittrick. Ken James over here. And we'll see you beyond the wall of sleep. This is, this is, this is, this is.